0: Welcome to episode one of Podcasts in Focus, the first in what will hopefully be an indispensable show as I scour the podsphere on your behalf in search of hidden gems for your headphones. This week, I'll be casting my ears over the genre-bending sitcom and sketch show The Man by Cow Podcast.
1: And now a short film entitled A Bunch of Sheep Turn Into One Chicken. <laughs>
0: My attention was drawn to the Man by Cow podcast because it was described by American comedy site Splitsider as a blend of the absurdity of Monty Python's Flying Circus and the wit of Douglas Adams. Good pedigree, perhaps, but how many terrible authors have been linked to Adams in the past? And isn't Monty Python the go-to classification for all British comedy by the US? To my delight, however, the description was correct. And dare I say, with a splash of mighty boosh and a peppering of flight of the Concords to boot, I was hooked after the first episode.
2: Morning,
1: Master Howard. I've bought water for your tea, sir, and here's your muffins. Thanks, Kettle, but I I don't really like boiled muffins. I predict that if you try them, you will like them. But I'm not going to try
2: them. I predict that you
0: will. Hey, these muffins are nice. The Man by Cow podcast is hosted by British Comedy Guide and written and performed by comedy duo Rufus Penzance and Howard Long. While the format for each episode can change, sometimes dramatically and sometimes salaciously as we shall see, a standard episode offers up a sitcom-style plot, a varying number of sketches, totally original songs, an ongoing serialised detective story and some often wildly hilarious podcast chat. Seem like a lot? Surprisingly, it's not and episodes rarely push past 42 minutes. When a plot is convoluted, the other elements take a back seat, and likewise in the more conversational-based episodes, the plot becomes a skeleton on which ingenious character sketches are hung.
3: It is my job to get them ready for very harsh conditions in spacecraft, so I spend much time punching them in face. In order to get the trainee dogs ready for the extreme g-force they will experience during takeoff and acceleration, Dr. Yesdowski spends 14 hours a day hitting them with a plank of wood. Here, he can be seen preparing trainee dogs, Malaya and Malishka, for the effects of zero gravity by throwing them out of a window. Dr. Yazdowski, some people have accused you of just being a crazy dog-punching guy. How do you address that kind of criticism?
4: This is the the,
0: the News. As you can hear, the show makes great use of sound effects, often at the expense of dogs. While we're here, I'd like to apologise for killing that dog. What dog? That dog. It's not all about dead dogs, of course, and the sketches range from a series of self-proclaimed rubbish puns through news reports to fake advertisements, like so.
3: You like this girl? You like that girl? You can have them all! Mail on prize I put them in the post! Dead when they
0: are the show relishes the use of MacGuffins, such as a time fridge and a flashback cupboard, the latter of which is often used to reminisce with a long-dead and morally questionable old uncle.
2: Rufus. I know things have been difficult for you since your mother died.
3: We don't know she's dead, Uncle. Of
2: course not. She's probably just busy being a space explorer. Or that woman Prime Minister we have these days. That could be her, couldn't it?
3: Yes, Uncle.
2: You've shown great strength of character, my boy. I'm sure your father would have been proud, if he'd had any interest in you whatsoever. So, to show how much we appreciate you around here, I wanted you to have this.
3: What is it, Uncle?
2: It's a picture of my arse.
3: Thank you.
2: When I was your age, my uncle gave me a picture of his arse, and his uncle before him, and so on. It's family tradition, and in no way a personal interest of my own. In fact, it's quite common among British families to do this when a child is, um, uh, how old are you?
3: Eight and a half. Yes,
2: when a child is that age. I want you to keep that picture with you always, right here, next to your heart.
3: But... What if someone asks me why I've got a photo of an old man's bum in my pocket?
2: Much as this is a perfectly normal thing to do, it must be our little secret. If anyone asks, you say it's a close-up picture of an unusually pale bread bun. That's why, before I took the picture, I sprinkled some flour on my ass cheeks and wedged a bit of ham between them.
0: As I mentioned before, the format changes, keeping the listener on their toes and never resorting to repeating lazy catchphrases to gain a laugh. And it is this fluidity that gives the show such longevity. I didn't think that Avon Ladies existed anymore, <laughs> but apparently they do. Did you? know Did well, you?
3: They can't, things don't just disappear. You know, the, the, everything goes somewhere, and no, no, no matter is lost. Yeah, but ever I thought lost. they'd all gone
1: to like. You know, the internet or um, QVC and they <laughs> sold their cheap crap, like, you know, and then they came round your house. Oh, you're telling me that actual Avon ladies still exist? I thought yeah. you meant,
3: like, that the ladies didn't exist. Like, the actual people had winked out of existence. Oh, right. Uh, but you mean they haven't got another job, they're still doing the Yeah, Avon I'm not
1: suggesting thing. that I believe that some weird occurrence occurred. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, that's good because
1: I'm not going to accept
3: that. I'm not going to sit here and listen to you claim that. All right. Uh, good. Um, no, you're telling me that Avon ladies still not exist. I am wow.
1: telling you this. I'm telling this because um, an Avon lady—no, oh, I was going to say an Avon lady came through my letterbox. No, I am. Um, the thing, her book—that's that's a more amazing story. That would be weird, wouldn't it? That's why they don't exist anymore They've been because of, you know they die once you push them through that yeah, small yeah, space. You no,
3: you've got to liquidise them 1st do haven't you? Like with the camel through a needle.
1: Yes. So someone keeps pouring liquidised <laughs> Avon ladies through my letterbox. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm surprised you haven't mentioned this earlier.
3: Mm. I'm amazed you've managed to keep it quiet until we're recording.
1: Well, it took me a while. To figure out that they were Avon ladies, because <laughs> obviously they don't look them, so... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, until like you know, I just picked out a bit of um, a bit of a little badge that said um, I'm, I'm, an barrel, Avon lady. <laughs> "I'm an Avon
3: lady." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that somehow didn't get liquidised. Yeah,
1: you can't liquidise
3: badges though, can you? Because no. they're not they're not water based. You can't liquidise a badger. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm going to refute that. I think you <laughs> can. What were we talking about? Avon ladies. Oh, liquidized Avon ladies. Yeah. yeah. So so well, that, Yeah, I mean that so didn't, s-
1: didn't happen. Oh, that no, didn't. That happen. definitely okay. didn't happen. But Avon ladies do exist because uh, I got an Avon lady brochure through my door. You can you can order Avon ladies. <laughs> wow. Did you get one? <laughs> that's where they've, where they've gone. So if someone comes with I did. With a, with this a was broker. a while ago. This was two years ago. Um, I got it through and I ordered all of them. Yeah, and that's yeah. why there aren't aven ladies anymore. That's because you have got all. them all. Yeah,
3: but unfortunately they, you weren't in when they got delivered, so they liquidised them and poured them through your left. That's right. I'll have the shrink ray in the shed, mate. Brilliant. Oh, I'll go and get
1: it. loads of dinosaurs in the garden.
0: Whether battling dinosaurs, visiting their auntie in hell, or trying to figure out Agatha Christie style who shot Hitler, the pair are forever hindered in their business by the eccentric locals, not least of all by a certain Mr. Fluck. Oh no, it's Fluck, don't open it. Don't worry,
1: don't worry. I'll I'll just tell him to go away. Hello. Just go away, Flock, and stop coming over here all the time. I oh, know, I've, I've just got, well, I've got one very important question I hate to ask you. What, what? What's so important? My question is would you like to have a look
4: at my attraction?
1: What? I'm coshing them. Hello. hello. I'm coshing them.
0: I'm coshing Rufus and Howard. They're being coshed. Rufus and Howard are fully coshed. What makes man by cow that extra bit enjoyable? is serialised detective story Gret Binchleaf in The Adventure of the People Turning into Books. Each week, Rufus and Howard take turns on writing duties, which results in an hysterically chaotic story about the titular detective's quest to solve a mystery a mystery that very quickly takes a left turn before taking a right turn straight into a parallel universe as the pair attempt to trip one another up with their dramatic plot twists and cliffhangers. As he approached the massive mansion, he remembered pedantically that all
1: mansions are massive. (laughs) As he parked in front of the regular sized mansion, (laughs) which was massive, just so we're clear, he happened to glance up at an attic window and thought he saw the most beautiful woman ever in the world ever. He did a double take. <laughs> yeah. But when he looked again, she was still there. <laughs> giggling and jiggling her bazookas. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um, welcome to the first
3: <laughs> the first female character of the news story, the very first appearance of a female character, and what's the first thing that she does? The first thing that she does is wiggle her boobs in a window at the main character. I take it it's going to get a lot
1: better after it this. It is going yeah. to get a lot better after that, don't worry. You and me eating stuff. OK, I look forward to eating stuff. Go on. Yeah. This, is, this is a fully formed female character, and you're going to be like, <laughs> stuff on the other side of your face.
3: All right, well, I hope so. I mean, I, I think the point stands that the first thing you said was about her appearance, but... Uh, uh, That's what you think Until I get proved wrong and I look forward to that You will get proved wrong OK, let's go
1: You're her from the window He blurted out <laughs> Am I? She replied Yes I saw your bazookas <laughs> Oh They were magnificent <laughs> She blushed She blushed And Gret noted That she was all the more beautiful When her head was full of blood <laughs> Good line I thought you'd like that line Yeah, I do like that When I wrote that line I thought this is the line That Rufus will like best <laughs> Yes my father insists I'm weapon trained. He says I should be prepared for all eventualities. See, they're actual bazookas. They're actual
3: bazookas. OK, I, I take it. I fooled you. I've got to say that I have stuff on the other side of my face and I now have to eat stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can eat the stuff off the other side of your face. Okay, right, and then it won't be there anymore. All right, I'll do that. Carry on. Would you like to play with them? <laughs> Would I? <laughs> Gret followed her upstairs and she got her bazookas out and he played with them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Classic binge leaf moment. They're really heavy, he said.
1: And long, she said. Oh, Do you like them? Do you like my bazookas? <laughs> All right. any, any grace you had, any grace you had
3: for the the fact of them being actual bazookas, has now been lost. All right, you pushed, you pushed that double entendre so hard. There's that still- it's now spunked up all over the floor. are no, still
1: bazookas, just regular bazookas. Yeah, there. I know, but uh,
3: <laughs> it, it no longer matters. Okay,
1: fine. Okay, I've got, I'll take this. I'll eat this stuff off your face. Okay, thank you. Okay.
0: This part of the show, like the chat segments, is incredibly irreverent for though they set out to entertain listeners, you can really get a sense of the fun they're having themselves, and their enjoyment is infectious. This brand of storytelling carries over to the special episodes, again completely different in structure, where we find that Howard has raided his attic and retrieved the Doctor Who fan fiction he wrote as a teenager.
3: Doctor, can we take a wee peep through your window? Oh, I like it. Yes, if you like, (laughs) the Doctor (laughs) replied, and he strolled over to a blue knob. Uh, (laughs) Brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, fixed into the control console. That's Jamie, is cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he twisted the knob. You're so you must know what you're writing here. You must be doing <laughs> this. He twisted the knob, especially after your introduction. We know you think it's funny. Um, he twisted the knob and slowly... Oh, but, Doctor, stop twisting my knob! <laughs> and slowly but surely, the panel next to the doors slid open to reveal a picture of the outside world. Mm. When a picture... <laughs> <laughs> I drew this earlier
0: (laughs) and more terrifyingly his attempt at writing an erotic novel
3: her eyes widened suddenly as a thought occurred to her that though she might never have him maybe in a small way he could still have her oh no I'm just guessing what's going to happen next (laughs) with shaking hands now she unlocked and opened her top drawer where she kept her comfort food and searching rapidly through the various chocolates and candies, she located a cherry-flavoured chuppa Chup lollipop.
0: (laughs) This particular episode is as blue as they come, but it is as funny as it is disgusting. Unfortunately, due to my PG rating, I'm unable to play a longer section. Also, my youngest just woke up, and believe me when I tell you, this is not a show for kids. In summation, Man by Cow has everything one could hope from a comedy including jokes, which many comedy podcasts seem to think they can survive without. And because each episode flies by, powered on clever ideas and sharp editing, it never outstays its welcome. And I don't mind admitting, I enjoyed it so much, I spent £5.61 on their Series 2 box set. So please, check it out. Who knows, maybe Man by Cow could be your new favourite podcast. You've been listening to Podcasts in Focus with me, Marty Hershey. I'll be back in three to four weeks with another hidden gem. Until then, please rate and review my show, and likewise, the Man by Cow podcast. If you want to drop me a line, you can find me on Twitter, at PodcastsInFocus, where you can send me your podcast recommendations. Bearing in mind, I can't listen to everything, so please make your case compelling. Now to play us out, here's Rufus and Howard with Woman Girl.
4: Her neck is dainty and her legs are long And I can tell from the lack of slung That she's a woman girl She's a woman girl She is a woman girl A womanly woman girl She's open-minded and she's really smart She's liberated but she doesn't fart Unless she feels like it She often feels like it And then it whips a bit She says the dog did it. He's a person boy. I'm a person boy. And he's unemployed. And I'm unemployed. If you press his head, if you
3: press my head,
2: bread.
4: I asked her if she'd be my girlfriend, but it turns out she's a lesbian. Well, I assume so. I think we get the gist That's why she said no He's a misogynist But now she's dating my best friend Paul Who says she's not a lesbian at all Just didn't like me She thinks you are a prick That seems unlikely And smell of babysick She likes to wax her legs She is a woman girl And play her woman in.